Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hello? Yeah, listen. Uh. We f***ed up. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message. It's April 11th, 2022. We're live streaming on Rumble, YouTube, and Blaze TV. Subscribe get some notifications, see what happens. For the record, I chose to bleep that cold open clip right there. It was my decision to bleep the F-bomb. I did not want to start the week off. I did not want to say, this is Monday, let's do something funny. Let's just jam an F-bomb right in their face. Uh, But yes, he does say the F-bomb there. Uh, I just thought it was a nice, funny way to start the week. And, uh, And we got a heck of a week around here because if you did not know, if you've been living under a rock, I've got a book coming out tomorrow. That's right, people. Don't Burn This Country is officially out tomorrow. If you order it today on Amazon, you can still get it tomorrow. And I've been told several people in the Rubin Report Locals community have told me that their books have arrived already. No spoilers, people, okay? Because there's a lot of info in there. We can't have it leaking out today. So books are arriving today. I've seen some people tweet it at me as well. You can get your copy at daverubin.com slash book. And we are, we're burning up the charts already. Do we have some of those charts? That's right. Right now in political freedom, we're number one and number two. Number one is the audio book. We crush it on the audio side because you people are tech savvy people. You like to hear the audio book while you're multitasking, maybe you're running, walking the dog, whatever it is that you're doing. Maybe you're uh, having marital relations while listening to me. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, Number two over there is the uh, regular hardcover. And then uh, also, not just political freedom, we've got civil rights and liberties. We are now number one. And uh, that's gotta be a real shame if you are uh, over at number four there, the anti-racism hookbook, hookbook, handbook. (laughs) Don't buy that, that's not good. Uh, And real quick, guys, I am going on tour. It starts next Tuesday in West Palm Beach with Donald Trump Jr. And we're bouncing all over the place. Uh, You know it already. A couple VIP seats left uh, and general admission tickets are available. You can go to daverubin.com slash events. Every single show will be completely different. So if you want to come to all the shows, you will see a different show every single night. I promise you. And if you get a VIP Ticket, as you know, you get the one second hug. Uh, All right, real quick. So today we are gonna be talking about how this country actually is burning and the people who are igniting the fire and pouring gasoline on it. Tomorrow, since the book is coming out tomorrow, I'm gonna go into a little more in depth of, of how we can fight back. I think I've been hinting out some ideas, but that's really what the book is about. And I do believe we can fight back. We can fight back, we can separate. There's a whole series of things that we can do to get control over our lives as these people do burn the country. Uh, But before I do that, one story that broke last night, bizarrely at 11 p.m. on Sunday night. 
was that the CEO of Twitter, Parag Agrawal, I hope I'm getting his name right, announced, he released a statement at 11 o'clock on Sunday night, which all you have to know before I even say anything else, when you release a press release at 11 o'clock on Sunday night, something ain't right, something's a little fishy. Uh, he released a press release that Elon Musk is actually not going to be taking the board seat on Twitter. Remember last week, Elon Musk bought 9.2% of Twitter. That's obviously not a majority stake, but he was the largest single shareholder in Twitter. All week long, he was tweeting about changes that might actually take place at Twitter. Then they announced he was gonna have the board seat. Well, now the board seat ain't gonna happen, which is interesting at many levels. We'll talk about it more throughout the week, but it's, it's right in the wheelhouse of everything that's happening with big tech and free speech and all sorts of stuff. Maybe he started you know, really uh, pushing on, hey guys, what about the Biden laptop story? What happened there? I'd like some info on that. Maybe he said, hey, I wanna get Orange Man back on the platform. The whole company freaked out. And I will just add one other thing to this, which is I've been told uh, this morning that apparently if he was to sit on the board, he would only be able to buy a, another 5% or so of Twitter. It would be about 14 point something percent. But now as a non-board holder, he could actually uh, engineer a hostile takeover of the entire company. So something interesting is going down and I just wanna leave that there for now. We'll find out more throughout the week. And we're just gonna talk this week about, or today we're just gonna talk about just the, the usual cast of characters. Fauci's back, Gay Pete, Confused Joe, Crazy Kamala. They're all back. They're all back over the weekend. Saki, all of them. And uh, we're, gonna, uh, we're gonna mock them, mostly. It's mostly gonna be mocking them. Uh, but first guys, I wanna talk to you about policy genius. You know, I'm gonna be a dad soon. It's on its way. It's coming, my last... Days of freedom are here, uh, but that's all the more reason for a reliable life insurance plan, which of course now seems more important than ever. Did you know that having your life insurance through your job may not be enough? Most people need up to 10 times more coverage to properly provide for their families. Fortunately, Policy Genius is your one-stop shop to find the insurance you need at the right price. Click the link in the description or head over to policygenius.com slash Ruben and answer a couple questions. In minutes, you can compare personalized quotes from top companies to find your lowest price. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. The team of licensed experts at Policy Genius are on hand through the entire process to help you understand your options and make decisions with confidence. The Policy Genius team works for you, not the insurance companies. Whether you're just starting to shop or have questions about your active policy, they're your independent, advocates offering unbiased advice. Policy Genius doesn't add on extra fees or sell your info to third parties. They have thousands of five-star reviews across Google and Trustpilot. And best of all, Policy Genius has options that offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Head on over to policygenius.com slash Ruben to get your free life insurance quote and see how much you could save. And now back to me. All right, guys. So today the theme is about the country that is burning that boys are girls, two plus two is five, non-racists are racists, and all of this adds to a situation where the country feels unstable. Our, our entire system of making sense of any of this and the people who are supposed to be in charge, the people who are supposed to communicate to us properly, the people who are supposed to you know, institute policies that hopefully free us and allow us to live the way we want, they're all doing it backwards, basically. So first off, 
Fauci. Remember Fauci? For two years, this guy got basically everything wrong, often lied publicly compared to what he was saying privately related to masks and the rest of it. Well, we know, we know all this. Well, he disappeared for about a month as COVID pretty much went away, but suddenly they're dragging him back. They got him out of the crypt. He's back and he's interested in masking you again. But the idea that we're gonna see an uptick, I think people need to appreciate that that's the case and follow the CDC guidelines. Because remember, when the metrics were put forth, the new metrics looking at the guidance of masking, it was said that if we do start seeing an uptick, particularly of hospitalizations, we may need to revert back to being more careful and having more utilizations of masks indoor. No, sorry, I'm never going to listen to you. I am a free man of my own volition with my own mind and you have lied about everything. The policies that you have pushed for did no better in California where they were used to draconianly lock down people versus the free state in Florida, which is the second oldest population in the United States. And the numbers were not completely out of whack, actually, depending on the study. In many cases, the numbers in Florida were a lot better on top of the fact that you didn't destroy people's lives here in terms of their jobs and their mental health and everything else. But, uh, you know, he talks about the new metrics. It was said, it was said that if these new metrics popped up, it was said that we might have to put you in masks again. Who said it? You. He's quoting himself, I said that if the thing goes up, I might have to do, no, you're not in charge of us anymore. You're an old buffoon, retire, go away. Nobody likes you. That's how I feel about that. Uh, But it's not just uh, Fauci. It's not just this Fauci fellow who's back on the Sunday morning talk shows because they need to scare us again, right? The scare machine is back. We got midterm elections coming up. It looks like it's gonna be a, complete decimation of the Democratic Party, and we can only hope that that is the case. That is the only way we get back to some sort of uh, national sanity in this country. Um, But they need COVID, and because they need COVID, you can see it sort of leaking back into the system right now. So uh, here is uh, Jen Psaki, and you, well, she's just a liar, go. I will tell you that the vice president has been wearing a mask inside. When there was a private greet, they were all wearing masks. uh, d- before they went up, wearing a mask yesterday at the Senate. The, she was uh, playing an important role in in confirming or overseeing the confirmation of the first black woman to the Supreme Court. Okay, so first off, um, Kamala Harris does not wear masks indoors when there's no cameras. Obviously, Let, enough of the theater. If you believe that, then I've got a bridge to sell you. Like, look behind the curtain, guys. It ain't this big, scary eyes guy. It's an old, beat-up wizard. That's all that's left, okay? Of old, beat-up, failed scientist. It's something like that. Uh, if you think Kamala Harris is doing that, let's not forget, it was only a couple weeks ago that all of those geriatric old buffoons were all in a windowless uh, Congress, right? They were all at the Capitol during the State of the Union. And they were hugging and sniffing hair and doing everything else that they were doing. So please... Saki, you're a liar. Obviously, Kamala Harris is not just, she just, yes, she's always indoors with masks. Is that even the guidance anymore? I'm not even sure that's the guidance as per that schmuck Fauci. Okay, that's number one. Number two, did you catch what she said there at the end? Well, yesterday she took the mask off because she was playing an important role in something. So when something's seriously important, when you've got a black Supreme Court justice coming in, then of course COVID can't be spread, which is the same drivel that these crazy people were telling you when they had you masked up, but then there's a Black Lives Matter rally and we're burning down Portland, so take off your mask. 
That's literally what they were doing. Remember Lori Lightfoot, the, uh, the spitting image of health? Remember when she uh, took off her mask so that she could rally in Chicago? Because, you know, we have to do it. We have to do it because if you're protesting racism, you can't get COVID. Anyway, they lie about everything. And they also don't want you to take masks off on planes, which is patently ridiculous. And by the way, I'm seeing more and more people just go ahead and do it, which is, that's your right as an American to fight the power, man. Uh, Dana Perino, my friend Dana Perino over on Fox, she asked Saki about the airplane mask mandate. Speaking of COVID, in about eight days, the CDC is supposed to release information um, or release a decision on whether Americans will continue to have to wear masks on airlines. Does the president have a view? Does he want to see Americans be able to lift those masks off their faces as they try to travel and get back to some normalcy? Well, the president's going to wait and see what the CDC recommends. And as you said, we don't have too much more time to wait for that. So we'll, we'll learn more in the coming days. God, I really hate her. Like, hate's not good. I, I try not to thrive on hate. A lot of people do. I don't run with hate. But when we do the run-through of the show, we do a quick run-through where we run through all the clips. I cannot, I actually have to tell the guys, okay, I got it. I can't even watch her anymore. I, I find her so vile, so soulless. And your ability to lie and just, there's nothing real about her whatsoever. So she'll be a perfect host on MSNBC, which is where she's going, as you know. Uh, when she leaves the White House gig. Anyway, as far as the plane situation, first off, Saki does not wear masks on planes. Let's be clear. She's usually flying on Air Force One or some other government plane or private plane. And if you think she's wearing a mask, it's the same thing as Joe. He gets off the helicopter. They've shown the videos where he puts the mask on as he gets off to walk on the grass because he doesn't even know what he's doing, right? Um, they, they lie about that. We're also told constantly, you've all been on a plane. What do they always show you on a plane? They show you either an animation or a very fake looking person and they've got spray and the air is 99.999% filtered and it's the safest. Well, okay. So is that, is that all just a lie? Could anyone release any numbers related to people that got COVID on planes? Has that not been released? No, no numbers on that. Fauci, you got any numbers? No, nothing. To Nothing to talk about. The point is, if you want to wear a mask on a plane, fine. Wear a mask. I highly recommend it if you want to. Put a plastic bubble on your head. Do not drink water. Do not eat food. But the rest of this is pure bullshit. COVID can spread whether you're eating peanuts, although peanuts will kill you too on a plane, uh, or whether you're having a dry wrap because the wraps are always dry. Aren't they always dry? You get a wrap on a plane. It's always dry. A little, a little mayo, people. Uh, it's all just endless nonsense, just endless nonsense. But uh, they have fear. That's what this administration has. So here's Gay Pete. He's our uh, transportation secretary. Only got the job because he's gay. That's the only reason I say he's gay. I don't really care that he's gay. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, here's Gay Pete. He went on The View, which is a show that's actually on right now at 11 a.m. Eastern. It's a bunch of crazy women that sit at a table, very bright lights, and they just lie about everything. Uh, he went on to scare people about uh, what could happen to you if you dare get uppity when you're on a plane. It's one thing to be grumpy on a flight. Right. I, I feel that way sometimes when I get canceled grumpy. or delayed. But yeah, it's another thing to endanger flight crews and to endanger fellow passengers. We have no tolerance for that. Uh, the, the FAA is actually getting ready to announce record fines on people who have done this. Oh, wow. uh, look, if you're on an airplane, don't be a jerk. Don't endanger your fellow passengers. Also, if you're not on an airplane, don't be a jerk. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> True that. He's such a meaningless nothing. That's what Pete is. He's just a meaningless suit that is nothing there. First off, no one thinks you should be mean on an airplane. 
There have been plenty of times on airplanes. Well, by the way, first off, the staff on airplanes and, and these people have been stressed and it's not the most fun job in good times. Um, and often, you know, passengers aren't the nicest. They're not the nicest. It's, it's become a really toxic place in many ways being on airplanes. Like you really never know. That's what I've noticed on planes at this point. You have no idea when you get on that plane, are the staff gonna all be awful? Are the passengers gonna be angry? Now, first off, we have laws related to how you can behave on planes in general, right? We all know this. I venture to say that every one of you watching this has been on a plane before where someone's been kicked off a plane or uh, something has happened. I've had extraordinarily rude flight attendants and everything else. We already have fines. We already have rules related to this. No one's saying that you should be a dick. You may not like the policies. I don't like the policies. You may think that the policies are completely nonsense. I think the policies are completely nonsense. But you can't verbally abuse somebody. You can't, certainly you can't physically abuse somebody. But they're just trying to scare us more. Record fines are coming for you people who don't shut up and who dare have opinions and show a little frustration because we're a bunch of inept morons. But it's not just that, right? So that's, that's a version of what's going on here. That they, We just have people who don't follow their own policies. You all know that. Uh, but they're coming for everything. It's not just the planes and that they want to bring masks back as if we didn't learn anything. Did you learn anything over these last two years? I learned a little something, uh, but I guess a lot of people didn't learn something. Uh, but you may remember last week, we covered a little bit of video from this disinformation uh, gathering. This was the video that I showed you where uh, a young student from the University of Chicago uh, he basically just nailed Brian Stelter. He asked him about the misinformation that they share on CNN and Stelter basically was like, well, let's go to lunch. Um, well, there's more video leaking out from this conference and they had Amy Klobuchar there. You may remember Amy Klobuchar. She ran for president, got about 1% of the vote, then dropped out, backed Biden. That's what you got to do. Uh, and now she's involved in misinformation as it relates to big tech and science, scary pandemics and all of those things. And listen to the question here related to health misinformation and listen to her answer. You introduced um, the bill that you talked about today that would punish social media companies like Facebook and Twitter for having health misinformation on their platforms. And I'm going to ask you if, if I were to say that there are only two sexes, male and female, would that be considered misinformation that you think should be banned uh, speech on social media platforms? Okay, I'm not gonna get into what misinformation. First of all, I think the bill you're talking about is different than the one we've mostly been talking about. So I wanna make that clear. We've been talking about the competition bill, um, but there is another bill that I have on vaccine misinformation. It is that specific in a public health crisis. You wonder why you get that specific? Um, it's because we're trying to find carve-outs that I did with, this was with Ben Ray Lujan, um, that got to, that you can't have immunity as a social media company if you are broadcasting uh, vaccine uh, misinformation. Truth coming this way. Off-ramp. Yeah, of course you can't answer the question. The, the basic purpose of the question, are there biological differences between men and women? The Democrat party at this point has no one, as far as I know, in the party that can say that men and women are different. I'm not a biologist, but it's something like this. Men have penises, women have vaginas. This is, this is the most incredible show we've ever done. I really feel that I'm, I'm pushing the limits of, of what, thank you. 
Got a thumbs up over there. Uh, they cannot stop themselves, these people, because they everything that they do, every policy that they bring in, everything that they want this country to be is based on their power-hungry destruction of reality. That's what it is. So she can't answer whether if you say that a man is a man and a woman is a woman, and these are two distinct different things, whether you'll be banned from social media, whether she would be for that. And then she basically gives this sort of broad nothingness answer related to misinformation when it comes to COVID, in essence, is what they're talking about because they're talking about science misinformation and what should happen to these big tech companies. And yet we know that if you were gonna be banning people for COVID misinformation, you'd have to ban Joe Biden, who said, if you take the vaccine, you will not get or transmit COVID. You'd have to ban everybody that's involved with these this clown car of stupidity. But here's Gay Pete again. He went on, he was on The View, same video from before, same segment. And, and just listen to the lies, listen to the lies. I mean, it, it, they train them. I don't know where these people get media training. You see how Klobuchar, what she just did there was, she was asked a very direct question. She deflected the question, answered something else completely. Watch Pete when the uh, lunatics at The View ask Pete about Bill HB 1557, which is what they call the don't say gay bill, but of course, as you know, could just as easily be called the don't say straight bill. Your husband, Chasten, is a teacher. Mm -hmm. And he's been a vocal critic of what's going on in my state of Florida when the, with the so-called don't say gay law now, um, which he says will kill kids. Do you agree? And, you know, as a, as a politician, because this, this strikes you as, you know, your husband is a teacher. Yeah. You are uh, obviously LGBTQ yourself and you are now a parent. Yeah. So how do you feel? About yeah, he, he's right. And, and I think every law ought to be judged for the effect it's going to have on real people in real life. And I, I get the political reasons why they're doing this. By the way, some of those political reasons, is they don't have a plan on anything else, right? I mean, they, they, they don't have a plan on dealing with inflation or, or, or dealing with, <laughs> with gas prices or, or dealing with the issues. Of, we of the can't day. get home insurance in Florida. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're banning all sorts of conversations. Right, it's easier, right? It's easier politically, but this is going to hurt people. Nothing. He is nothing. He's not a man. He's not a man. He's, he's, he's a pretend man in a well-fitting suit. That's all he is. So let's just go through each one. First off, uh, what's her name? Anna Navarro. What, what a horrible human being she is. Uh, she says Chaston's a teacher. The implication that just because he's a teacher, he should have some authority to discuss sex and gender identity with your kids. So what? He's a teacher. So what? Well, I don't know what he, what's he a teacher of? Can we find out what he's a teacher of? I don't care, if he's, if he's a history teacher, he should be teaching history. If he's a math teacher, he should be teaching math. If he's a science teacher, including a biology teacher, he should be teaching biology. And if he's a grade school teacher, there are basic uh, learning blocks of education that he should be learning or have the kids building blocks. That would be fine in an elementary school as well. But he has no right to talk about gender identity or sexuality with a second grader. Okay, so that's, that's number one. Uh, Chaston says that uh, this is gonna kill kids, that Bill HB 1557 is gonna kill kids and, and Pete agrees, yeah, that's right. Pete agrees it's gonna kill kids. So if kids, if second graders, seven-year-olds can't discuss gender identity with the state employee and have that state employee hide it from the parents, that's gonna kill them. Complete lie, complete lie. But again, all they can do is lie about everything. Apparently he's a humanities teacher and a theater teacher. Oh, isn't that, and a diversity teacher? Now I think you're punking me. He's a humanities teacher, a theater teacher, and a diversity club teacher. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, then Navarro says that, uh, she says to Pete, you're LGBTQ yourself. So that implies that Pete is a lesbian, okay? 
So Pete is a lesbian, check. Pete is gay, LG, gay. Okay, he's gay, got it. He's bi, he's bisexual, so he's banging chicks on the side. I wonder if Ch Chastin knows that. Uh, he's trans, Pete is trans also. That is something else, and you know, with these well-fitted suits, like get this gal a dress, you know what I'm talking about? And Q, which I honestly don't know what it is. Apparently he's a conspiracy theorist. He's some MAGA far-right Q anonymous. He's just awful. Oh, and then, oh, and then, then the best part of this, why are they pushing these bills, Pete says? They're pushing them because they have no plans on inflation and gas prices. Uh, actually, Dave, don't curse. Actually, gay Pete, um, it's your administration. It's your boss that is printing money out of control that is causing inflation. It's your idiotic policies related to Keystone Pipeline, your administration related to Keystone, related to everything you've done that have destroyed the economy, okay? It's you guys that have done all this. What does that have to do with the governor? What does Flor Florida's governor have to do with inflation throughout the country? What does Florida's governor have to do with gas prices throughout the country? Actually, gas prices are way better in Florida than they are in California, okay? You, you were just, you lie about everything. Oh, and then that wizard, uh, Navarro, says that you can't get home insurance in Florida. I have literally no idea what she's talking about. I just got here. I just got to Florida. I had to get home insurance. You're not going to believe what I did. Guys, this was incredible. You'll be homeowners one day. I picked up the phone and I called an insurance company and I got a couple of quotes and then I picked the best rate. It's fucking extraordinary. Anna Navarro, I, I have to, we have to get this clip to Navarro. She's living with no home insurance. Okay. The woman, I'm actually told I live somewhat close to her. Wouldn't that be horrible if I saw her on the street? That would be, ugh. Anyway, Gay Pete continued, he's making the rounds, you know, instead of doing work, he's, uh, he's making the rounds and he was on Charlemagne, he's Charlemagne the God, is that what they call him? The God, that's a, Dave Rubin, the God. He's on Charlemagne the God, he's got a, a radio show, I guess, and uh, Charlemagne tells Pete, Pete, black people don't like you. You, you do realize, Pete, um, a lot of black people feel like Democrats have kept no promises since they've been in, since they've been in office. Really? Yes. We, Reverend Allen said that a million times. I'm sure he'll be I mean, pressing you about okay. that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I, look, I get it. One more time. You, you do realize, Pete, um, a lot of black people feel like Democrats have kept no promises since they've been in since they've been in office. Really? Yes. We, Reverend Allen said that a million times. I'm sure he'll be I mean, pressing you about okay. that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I, look, I get it. Really? Yes. Look, I get it. Really? Really? I get it. Yeah. I, yes. You don't do, you don't keep your promises. Democrats actually instill all of the policies that have kept black people more impoverished, let's say, than white people or whatever phrase you want to use on that. The welfare state, which destroyed the black family and then keeps people in, in generational poverty. Rita Thomas Sowell book, really, really? But I say I like black people. We're LGBT, we're black, we're everything. We got a little bit of everything. We love everybody because we're always talking about everybody. God, these people. Anyway, they are, they're just everything, lying. So what do we got here? What do we got? We got the, the lying about COVID, the lying about the gender stuff. And then of course, and this will bring us home here, uh, the lying about race, which is exactly what that was. They lie about race. Remember, Donald Trump, that orange man, spoke at the State of the Union and talked about all-time low black unemployment and the Congressional Black Caucus sat there like this. Oh, you think we're supposed to applaud low black unemployment? You're orange, man. We ain't gonna do it, okay? Liars, 
and evil freaks. That's what they are. Uh, but I guess at some level, at some level, it was in terms of pure optics and nothing having to do with the law, it was a good week, I suppose, for the optics related uh, to black people in America, something like that, uh, that uh, Katanji Brown Jackson was confirmed and there was a big celebration. The first black woman to the United States Supreme Court. Whoa, it's about time. I know where I am for a second. It's a miracle. I can't believe it just so I can pander with that other horrible woman. Okay, so then Biden took the stage and here's where it gets fun. Uh, Biden just completely, completely makes up what happened during Ketanji Brown Jackson's confirmation hearing. I knew the person I nominated would be put through a painful and difficult confirmation process. But I have to tell you, what Judge Jackson was put through was well beyond that. There was verbal abuse, the anger, the constant interruptions, the most vile, baseless assertions and accusations. In the face of it all, Judge Jackson showed the incredible character and integrity she possesses. Poise. Poise and composure. Patience and restraint. And yes, perseverance and even joy. Even joy. God, these pandering people, these pandering people. So he said three things there that I thought were pretty interesting. And you know, we like to do our research here. He said there was verbal abuse. He said there was anger directed toward Ketanji Brown Jackson and vile, baseless assertions. So I said to my guys this morning, I said, guys, we must find video on this. We must find video. Do we have internet access? I was told that we do. And they all went on their computer machines. And each one of them, they sat privately in different rooms. I said, you guys, I don't want you to infect each other, influence each other in any way. Whole team of people, we had, we had 100 people, 100 staff members, all trying in different rooms on the computer, connected to the internet, trying to find any level of anger, verbal abuse, or vile, baseless assertions that were sent her way. Uh, we didn't find any of that, but we did find her not knowing what a woman was. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N not in okay. this context. So I'm you not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law and I decide. Well, so I'm not. The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. I'm not a psychologist, but I know what pure bullshit is when someone's spewing it, okay? Uh, so yes, do you think that this is a problem? Now, I get it. And as I said last week, you know, generally speaking, when the president nominates a Supreme Court justice, unless they have like really horrific, glaringly awful decisions to look back at that seemingly are completely against the Constitution, that in essence, they should 
pass through the Senate. There's, there's a cursory look at them, but of course, unfortunately, in the last 30 or so years, uh, this process got highly politicized. It was highly politicized, really at first, by a guy by the name of Joe Biden, and we'll have more on that in just a second. But in essence, she should get through whether, sort of whether you like her or not, right? The Democrats aren't gonna like Brett Kavanaugh. The Republicans aren't gonna like Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Each one of them lean a certain way in their, uh, in their jurisprudence related to how they, how they analyze the law, et cetera, et cetera, how they look at the Constitution. Okay, fine. Um, but as I said, there are some optics to this and, and Ketanji Brown-Jackson actually hit on some of these optics. Um, by quoting Maya Angelou when she was uh, talking during the press conference. To be sure, I have worked hard to get to this point in my career, and I have now achieved something far beyond anything my grandparents could have possibly ever imagined. But no one does this on their own. The path was cleared for me so that I might rise to this occasion. And in the poetic words of Dr. Maya Angelou, I do so now while bringing the gifts my ancestors gave. I, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. Okay, at some level, that's actually quite nice. Right? That's quite nice that someone um, who is the same skin color as a slave in America could rise up and, and make it to the Supreme Court. That's quite extraordinary. It actually tells you really how wonderful this country is, how amazing equality is, and that we've had, by the way, uh, black Supreme Court justices before. I believe it was Politico a few days ago that tweeted out that she'll be the first black Supreme Court justice. Of course, that's not true. But uh, yeah, we've had them before and, and we will have them again. And frankly, I don't care about a Supreme Court's uh, justice's color or sexuality or anything else. But she is quite right that, that there's something nice about that. And that made us think, well, well, wait a minute. We've had some black Supreme Court justices on before. And how did, how did people like Joe Biden treat them during their confirmation hearing? Because I suspect perhaps it might not be exactly the way Joe would have you think it was. This is a case in which this sleaze, this dirt was searched for by staffers of members of this committee, was then leaked to the media, and this committee and this body validated it and displayed it at prime time over our entire nation. This is a circus. It's a national disgrace. And from my standpoint, as a black American, as far as I'm concerned, it is a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks who in any way deign to think for themselves. Quote, we already have a mayor. We don't need any more big shots. Okay, so obviously that was Clarence Thomas during his confirmation hearing. Uh, and he mainly, he's going after mostly Democrats there, obviously, but very much focused on Joe Biden, actually. Uh, and if you want more on just Joe Biden's history going after Supreme Court nominees, just Google uh, Joe Biden and Robert Bork, okay? Um, so it's not that Joe Biden is for black people or Democrats are for black people. They're for people who behave the way they want them to behave. 
nobody in America really, except for modern Democrats, progressives, leftists, cares about your skin color. Nobody cares. They're just, nobody is, nobody cares. It's all they got left. It's all they got left. So pandering Joe Biden, congratulations. You, you I guess, in your myopic worldview, look like Mr. Tolerance and non-racist or something because a black woman is on the Supreme Court. But just remember, nobody really cared. And you tried to destroy uh, one black man who tried to get on the Supreme Court about 30 some odd years ago. By the way, uh, you may remember, we played this clip last week, Nancy Pelosi, alcoholic, geriatric Nancy Pelosi, she uh, said last week that she never thought that Clarence Thomas should have been uh, put on the Supreme Court in the first place. So I guess she's racist by the modern thinking of the Democrat Party. Ladles and Jelly Spoons, today is Monday, and that means that it is Meme Monday over at the Rubin Report community. Here's the meme that I put up this morning. Instead of worrying how this guy spends his money, Elon Musk, you should worry how they are spending yours. Government people spending your money poorly. We, are, we have an odd obsession with saying that if we just took out the billionaire class and stole all of their money or made them poor or took all their money away, that it would solve anything. And no, the government doesn't need more of anyone's money. The government, the government needs to stop spending your money. It's a spending problem, not an income problem. And we got hundreds more in there. So if you wanna join us for Meme Monday or if you wanna chat during the show, uh, you can join us at rubenreport.locals.com. We got a cold close for you, so hang on. Uh, real quick, a couple locals comments. It's nice to know, this is M says, it's nice to know a woman who cannot define herself has been appointed to the highest court in the country. I think I need a drink. Right, so they're going on and on. This is very exciting. We've got the first black woman, but if you ask her what a woman is, she has no freaking clue. Irony is truly dead. Uh, Pete fight fits right in with the view, shows how absurd he is. Yeah, he's just nothing. You know what I mean by that? Like when, when you look at Saki, it's like, okay, here she is. She lies about everything. And, and I, I just don't know what that is. I've mentioned this on the show a few times and I've seen some comments related. It's like, I just don't know how you could live like that, right? It's not to say I've never lied, right? Like, of course I've lied. Everyone has lied. Everyone has made mistakes. Everyone has dealt in ways that they're not proud of, all of those things. But if it is your, if it is your main driver to be a pusher of propaganda and lies, I just don't know how, how that, I can't imagine like the soul rot. I honestly cannot, Imagine it. So that's Saki. But then you have a guy like Pete who's just nothing. You're just, you just say what the machine wants you to say and it's all meaningless. Yes, uh, don't say gay bill, which isn't even don't say gay bill is going to cause kids to be killed. No, it isn't. Uh, oh yes, they're really pushing don't say gay because they have no plans on inflation. It's your job, buffoon. Okay, because gas prices have a little something to do with the... Uh, Secretary of Transportation. Dragonhawk says, Dave doesn't, uh, Dave just doesn't have any pity for us on a Monday morning in reference to the Saki clip. Maybe on Mondays there should be a warning. Uh, Connor, can you remember that going forward? Uh, on Mondays, let's have some sort of warning. We're gonna be showing Jen Saki. It's not a great way to start off the week. Prepare yourself, something like that. There should be more warnings on the show in general. I feel good about today, guys. This is a huge week for us, obviously, around here. My guys have been busting their butts. We're super psyched about the launch of the book tomorrow. Apparently books are showing up today. You can get your copy of Don't Burn This Country at daverubin.com book. You can pick it up at bookstores tomorrow or you can get it online today for delivery tomorrow. And I'm going on tour and I hope that you guys will join me out there, daverubin.com events and a whole bunch of great people from Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, Megan Kelly, 
bunch of my friends will be joining me, playing around with the, with the Q&A, and we'll throw some stuff in the crowd, and it's gonna be fun and silly, and, and sometimes serious. It's gonna be a little bit of what we do right here on the uh, Ruben Report program. My full interview with David Mamet, by the way, playwright, author, screenwriter, really fantastic interview, people are really digging it, uh, is up on YouTube and Rumble, and uh, Blaze TV, Locals, the whole shebang. Uh, and finally, we leave you with the elderly man pretending to be president of the United States. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. And that's we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. Good morning, good morning. <laughs> good morning, America. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.